You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Yakmala. <laughs> She's not as, as, as I don't as know as it as well as you guys. So I'm just like, did I say it right? I hope I said it right. Okay, Yakmala. Cool. Does he say it like that? He does. Does the he the that had the mullet do it? The entire the town, town says Yakmala. Yakmala. Okay. Yep. Which I looked it up because I was curious. Right. There is no such word. <laughs> there is no <laughs> such find word. Nothing related to it. And so it is a completely <laughs> cleared word. I'm sure that word was run past a lawyer at MGM. I don't think so. It's. <laughs> If you had to guess, what would you say it meant? Like it stood for? Hooray! I, I, I much like the Klingon kapla or the Hawaiian aloha or the Alabaman roll tide. It can <laughs> oh it can be God. used in any situation. Let's a greeting, Yakmala. Yakmala. <laughs> Yakmala. Good uh, situation, bad situation. Right, right. Like it's like yeet. Right. <laughs> I just learned that word. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I don't think anything's like uh, yeet. Yakmala <laughs> is the yeet of our generation. <laughs> Roll time. <laughs> oh, that being said, welcome, my friends, to the catacombs, the deep underground layer where we keep the really weird stuff at that cold movie cantina. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I am joined by my co-hoss. Co-hoss. I guess you're going to be a co-hoss. Can I be a co-hoss? <laughs> you're my co-hoss. Out it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> My co-host Drew. That's it. I'm co-host from this point out. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get names on this thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm misspeaking. You know, things are birthed. Oh uh, gosh, that's amazing. So uh, I, I just want to let me and Drew for a second. We have a guest here too. We'll introduce her in a minute, and there, she's already talked. <laughs> and if you listen to the other podcast, you know who she is. Uh-huh. Or if you read the liner, you know who she is. Uh, I just want to kind of give a, a little background about me, me and Drew for a second. So I have produced over 350 podcasts. I'm a huge movie fan. I went to school to learn it. I, I make terrible ones, which kind of fits this podcast. <laughs> but I like making I, mean, I like making short films, and I like doing stuff. And but I have a love for a terrible 80s movies, just horrible 80s. I love I love them. I love them so much. And so when I started the cult movie Cantina, my goal was to start with those kind of movies. It didn't happen, which was fine because I like the format. What we going? We we did. We 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 have real cult movies, which is great. But I thought there was a, a place for the really deep cuts and stuff that you know I like. And then I was like, Oh, Drew likes that too, <laughs> of course. And so so Drew, a little bit about about yourself. Yeah. So uh, I grew up visiting VHS rental houses oh, like yeah. in the day to date myself a bit, and I only picked movies at the time judging on the artwork on the box. <laughs> so you're almost 100% guaranteed rental if you had one of three things. Right. Ninjas. <laughs> Always ninjas. Like this movie. A dude holding a machine gun, <laughs> also a ninja. And finally, but most importantly, I was obs- importantly, importantly, I was obsessed with Nick Nolte's movie Weeds. Do you know that film? No, I don't know Weeds. Okay, Weeds. The reason why I was obsessed with it, and I never was able to watch it, it shows him in a prison cell, and there's, like, weeds growing out of his arm. I think it's metaphorical, but as a kid, I thought he was, like, the female, what's the... Back? Poison, like, Poison, poison Island with the male Poison Island. I thought Island. it was about a dude in jail that had, like, 
The ability to <laughs> grow, shoot leaves, leaves from leaves. his hands. We should make that movie. Shoot leaves? <laughs> leaves. Like, that you have to rake up? Right. That is yeah, horrific. <laughs> My point being, those terrible box covers led me down a path. Uh, it also influenced me. I ended up being a filmmaker, and that's what I am professionally for a bunch of years. Uh, what are some What are some things that people may know you from or that you have made? Oh, so movie-wise... Um, so I did a movie on Amazon Prime. You can still get it. It's called Sons of Liberty. Uh, I have another that's on Prime, so it's there. I did a doc with a guy named Jonathan Robinson on Close Encounters called Who Are You People? Right, which I have not seen in a one. It's to. fantastic. It's a cool story, just told from the extras' point of view. Right. It doesn't talk to like any. There's no Richard Dreyfuss. There's no interviews with with celebrities. Right. It's all people in a small town. Right. Which, a, which is a great story. Oh, it's fantastic. I wish he would have left some of the other stuff in, but he cut some things out. That's his thing. Right. Um, so we did that. I did a movie called Convergence. Um, and then I did a throwback to 1980s VHS movies called Nigel and Oscar versus Sasquatch. They changed the name to just, not kidding, Sasquatch. S-A-S-Q-Watch. Which is... Uh, like, I, it's a watch. It's, I like it. It's funny. And it's on, you can get it on Amazon, right? Yeah, those are all... I think they're all they're on, on Amazon, Amazon. That's how I saw I watched it. Yeah. So, for screening. It's great I haven't stuff. seen any of those. I won't watch all of them. They're great. Well, those I don't expect you to see. Oh, what, is what good do too. you expect me to see? <laughs> like, like I don't expect you to see those, but I have a list well, for you. Like I've been waiting to like see indies. you in they're person. Like, they're like smaller like movies. Unroll like. a scroll that keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a list for you. So okay. we uh, we have a guest. Our guest is the lovely Justina, the Jellical Jester from the I Cult waves. Movie Cantina. I don't know she why. waves, yeah, from no, the Cult uh, Movie okay. Cantina. How are you doing, Justina? You know? I'm okay. I'm doing all right. So what is your movie watching experience? Uh, like, okay. Like, you know, so her ours. <laughs> Growing up, my dad collected movies. Like, he had a whole room of movies. He went every Tuesday and got all of the brand new DVDs, like, after it was DVDs. But we had VHSs. I had bookshelves of VHS. Any LaserDisc? We did. Actually, I was just talking to my derby wife about it the other day. That's what we had Hocus Pocus on. So every time I see Hocus Pocus now, it makes me think of LaserDisc. Uh, I so, need that. So, yeah, we, he collected them. But here's the thing. I would get in trouble if I was sitting around ever as a kid because my parents were rather strict. So I never watched any of them because he would walk in and it would always be like, you have something you should be doing. So I have this, which is why I crochet or I have to do something when I watch a movie because as soon as I sit down, I'm like, I should be doing something else. Like I can't watch movies. But um, I that enjoy... That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. I, I mean, I don't even it know is. what to say. Like, so that's, that's why... Like the, wind that's, out of my sail. <laughs> make fun of Justine. No, you, you can because that's the thing. Like, I hit this weird... No, 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 you can. here. No, no, no. <laughs> co you'll be fine. You'd, you'll be fine. <laughs> but, like, I hit that weird... Like, I hadn't seen those... Like, a huge group of movies. And then you hit an age where... Like, you just didn't see it. So then it's like, have you seen that? And I was like, no, I passed that phase. Like, I... Yeah, yeah no, I and, did it. Yeah. So that's, that's that. Um, but I love film and I love movies and I love what they do for people and how they can connect to it which is why I went to film school and wanted to be a director that is the most fascinatingly so twisted yeah. story so and I still do but now like I, it was always like I wanted to do film and I always wanted to retire with a theater because right. I love the theater and then um, spent years in film school have lots of debt and then had three kids and was like I I can't do this but what I can do is put the things I want and enjoy and the way that I can bring it to people and to my theater so that's what I'm doing now is working towards my theater so do you remember what was or the movie that made you kind of want to do film I mean was there probably a lot of filmmakers have that like that one movie that clicks it, and it like, honestly I want to do wasn't this. a film it was a play okay um, in eighth grade I had to adapt Shrek 
into a play because we Pause had to put. Real quick. So she was in the eighth grade when Shrek came out. <laughs> and just make a note here, effing old. Cool house, yeah. Cool house saying I'm effing old. So I had to, I ended up writing it into a script and then directed it. And it was that moment that I was like, I like the way that this feels. And I like being able to give feelings to other people. So honestly, I started at the plays with theater and then was like, I want to do it in film because I grew up around film. Like I didn't watch it, but it was always there. And I know how it made my dad feel. And then it was, I don't know. So I think all along I should have just stuck with the theater. I can direct in theater. Maybe. Uh, Peter Greenaway. I love editing, which I didn't think I would until I took a class on it. And it took so long for me to sit down and do it. But then like hours would go by because you could just move the littlest thing and make the biggest difference. And it was just like. Have you have you seen Peter Greenaway's stuff? Mm -mm. So he's a stage director that jumped to cinema. And so his films, Pillow Book is one of them. You say Pillow Book? Yeah. I need to get my notebook The I feel like I'm going to make notes. The reason I say that is because if you watch his stuff, it is very, uh, and I mean no offense, it's just very two-dimensional. He shoots like he's on a stage, and the camera moves. Like, even with dolly moves, it's as if you're going across the stage. Like... Oh, that's interesting. You might, you, some of it, I find it very boring, but no offense by it. No, it's just no, of course not. Thing. Uh, you might kind of look at Peter Greenaway. Uh, d- uh, Dougville, too, which is uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a movie that uses no sets. It's very, it's very our town like. Yeah, it's, it's, he's super smart that way. Right, but he also has some art film like Vertical Features remake, right. where it's just someone counting vertical features. One, <laughs> two. It's Peter. It's awful. Peter Greenaway. Greenaway. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll put um, some of these in the show notes. One of too. my favorite things with film, after having been to school, and like that's why I've, I've seen clips of some. Like I've seen clips of Jaws for film school, but I have not seen Jaws altogether. So yeah, I've seen a lot of clips of things. Sorry. Okay, don't I, I <laughs> the looks you guys have my, for each other. I sunk a little bit, <laughs> and I looked. I looked at my <laughs> my <laughs> spiritual guide. Please. He just. I like that he looked like. Yep. Buckle and Buddy. Yeah, he's already, yeah. <laughs> Drew loves me like in this, the podcast. You don't know, Drew. You don't know. You have Justine, no idea. Justine and I have been podcasting regularly for 14 weeks now. I'm, 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 you get to a point where you're like, yeah, I understand. Hey, this. They like talk about some things and they'll just look at me like, did you know that one? She didn't know that one. But she see, didn't know that one. She does this on the top level of the, the Katina. It's, right. it's totally real. I'm just saying that for anyone who doesn't believe, I believe. <laughs> it's, it's so real. Anyway, so one of my favorite things about films, though, is when it's something challenging like you can t- not to say that all things aren't challenging but for example what is it called but it's it's all a continuous shot a wonder yeah and i loved watching it cuz it's it's interesting to me to watch how they do it how they make it work and how the camera moves and how the people move with the camera because it's all fluid uh okay hitchcock's rope okay i don't think i've seen that one i it's have seen hit- some of hitchcock all right so hitchcock's amazing right but hitchcock's rope? rope is a wonder yeah it's yeah. hidden it's a hidden wonder yeah okay Meaning, like they'll do um, back to blacks, like where the camera will touch the back and it disappears to black. Right. Oh, sorry, those are industry terms. Sorry. No, set no, no, terms, no. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of that. That's kind why of stuff. we have a Drew on the show. <laughs> sorry, I'll go to tech. I, I, I know, I know trivia. He knows tech, which is great. <laughs> so that's that's how I love film, I guess. But yeah, it wasn't even a movie gotcha. that made me love it. Drew, Drew, what for you? What was well, the... Well, let me ask you. <laughs> sure. Let's go to you. Can sure. I toss to you? No, of course. I'm not, I'm not show jacking at the no, moment. No, no, it's fine. it's fine. I'm so used to running the show. Yeah, you're, you're co-host. Feel free to right, do feel it. Feel free. I'm yeah, going to toss it your way. Sure, sure. Uh, for me, all right, so if if I'm being honest with everyone, 
I will tell you that I've told people for years it was probably the Empire Strikes Back. Right. But that's not true. Well, that's cool points true. Right, that's cool points true. But if you're trying <laughs> to pick somebody up at a bar, right, right, you right, say right. Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> that's cool I'm an Ewok guy. <laughs> I, I, I admit it. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ewok terms with it. I'm, I'm woke. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> no, no, you're Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be a t-shirt. He woke. Done. (laughs) We're working on that. That's happening. So, uh, Empire Strikes Back wasn't influential on on a career path for me as a small child. When I saw Empire Strikes Back, I wanted to be an astronaut because I thought astronauts went to Hoth and... (laughs) I did. I I thought astronauts got in the space shuttle. Because you heard space was cold. Right. (laughs) They went to space and they... And there were wars. And they fought things and it was... Awesome and like and then I was like no they just go around in a circle and you know it's cool and all but they kind of just go around in a circle and I was like oh I may need a new career path <laughs> especially when they said you need a lot of math and I was in the first grade new math was not going to be my thing <laughs> at six I'm like nope addition <laughs> one, is hard guys one. two plus two is chair that's all <laughs> I'm just out but I think I think honestly I thought of film as a career like I wanted to do this my is I don't know too many eight-year-olds. I may have been seven, but I was seven years old, and I convinced my father to take me to see Amadeus. Holy smokes! My dad is a you know conservative. He's a you know he's a good guy from Alabama. He's a water well driller, a fireman, and he's going to take his son to see this manzy pansy guys in pantaloons and wigs and the costumes sold me on the trailer. I didn't, I didn't Mozart. I didn't know it was seven. I didn't know who Mozart yeah. was, and. He took me to see. We saw it in Atmore, Alabama. And I saw Amadeus at seven. And it's a it's a two and a half hour movie. It's a long movie for sure. especially for in the eighties. I was mesmerized and just loved it. Still love it. It's one of my favorite films. And uh from then on I was like, I want to do that. And he's like, You wanna be a musician? I went, No, because I'm terrible at music. I wanna do <laughs> I wanna <laughs> no. make movies. <laughs> make that. I wanna make that kind of yeah. stuff. And so I, and so I think even when I write stuff, I, I try to do you know a lot of fantastical mise en scene and stuff because that's what I like, you know, and I never can afford it, but it's always in my head. That way. So, <laughs> did you want to make it like theatrical, or did you want to make the feelings you got from watching it? I want to make the feelings that I got from it. Okay. I mean, I wanted, I want, I mean, I, I connected to it. I think that's, but I think that's the truest definition of a real filmmaker is right. they want to I, so there's people I believe and it's art and I agree with it that they make a film for themselves I mm-hmm. don't subscribe to that I don't believe in auteur theory I'm very much I believe that the filmmakers that really want to change the world are the ones that want someone to feel an emotion that they're not imposing upon but they're suggesting to you so mm-hmm. that you can interpret into it yeah. when you impose upon it it's a separate issue right. and we get a film theory and it's critique and but, all that but, stuff but see again I never, I don't believe in the auteur theory either, and I and I have a professor at college who would argue me up and down. Oh, about I have it. plenty that will do the same. But you know, the whole idea of that I, I want to I make this story for myself because that's an artist. Art has to be shared for it to work. It's a two person. It's a two part process. If you just make art and not share it, it's not art. Right. And so. You have to have some intention for an audience. That's that's how I define it for myself. Art is a participant medium. Participant that's right. media and that's it. And, and so you you, you, ha- you you have to do that. Otherwise, it's, it's not art. I don't theory me to death on that, but it's not art. <laughs> no, good. Send the comments to <laughs> at Scotty White. <laughs> Scotty White at gmail.com, baby. Yeah. So for you. Yeah. So, so 
This is uh, honest to God's truth. I was a Raiders guy. I loved Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders is great. I love Star Wars. All that stuff made a difference. But there's three movies that are the three movies that literally led me to say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. Um, two of which I know potentially will appear upon this podcast. <laughs> and I'm not joking. The first <laughs> of, so my granddad, let me backtrack. My granddad gave me an eight millimeter camera when I was a kid. It was loaded with film. I flashed the magazine, which means I opened the mag. I didn't know it was loaded. I shot on it. I played around. I have no idea what it, where that went. I have no idea what was on it. But uh, that clicking sound and being able to tell a oh story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I fell in love. Oh, we also had a VHS camera, the old school kind with the bag. Yeah, I didn't have the, the bag one, but I had the separate, camera. Right. And it was like you carried around a suitcase on I have your one shoulder. of those in my garage. Yeah. And I recreated episodes of Spencer for Hire. Way too old for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what you're I even had about. a cut-off sleeve shirt. Did you have a hawk? <laughs> I didn't have, no. <laughs> Spencer's almost, great. That could have been taken so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that way. Right, right, right. I just, Spencer's great. No, I didn't have a friend. No, you know. How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd have been your friend. I'd have been your hawk. That would have been perfect. That would have been great. I love it. Um, all right, but so so the truth of it is, the first one is Army of Darkness, right. most important film I've ever seen. I know you've never seen. I know, movie. just and it's it is comedy at its best. It's, it's my favorite of the Evil Dead. It is, and it's one of the best movies to me ever made. Army I of love, Darkness. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I'll sidebar a story. But one it's day. fun. It's but it's fun. I can see. I, yeah, save the story because we'll put that on. That that should make the list. I, I agree. That should be on the list. And then I have a. I I, I could possibly list. cry if I tell the story again because it's very. It's a very filmmaker story. That's fine. So <laughs> Army of Darkness is one. Deep breath. The Delta Force, starring Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Chuck Norris was a major deal. Cannon films. Cannon films. It was. But and I'm not kidding. The third movie is a film I love so dearly. It's in several of my other films, right. hidden away. It's a little movie we like to call Jim Cotta. Oh! Seriously? You like this movie that I much? I loved it oh as my a gosh. child. Wait for this show. All right, so... That, that, <laughs> True story. That, 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 that's a great uh, lead way to our movie today. Um, if you didn't see the title of the show, we're doing Jim Cotta. Yakmala! Find the power of gymnastics with the force of karate and an all-new martial art is born. Jim Cotta. Kurt Thomas, three-time world gymnastics champion, takes on a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, Jim Cotta. And that's all he needs. Jim Cotta, rated R. Starts Friday. Check newspapers for a theater near you. These people in Gamers and Geeks are like, oh, there's a bunch of crazy dudes in there. That cool hot. I, no, mean, there's a, I call myself cool hot. That's ice cream. Guy next cool door hoss. banging a waitress in like a tavern. I think we're good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> D&D, y'all. D&D. I kind of want to play Southern D&D. Yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> what y'all doing? Oh, my bear buyer is going to take that beer can across his head. You <laughs> entered the trailer. And what did you see? Wait, am I barefoot? <laughs> yes. Do I get a plus four? No. Plus well, two. Math is hard. Okay, I'm going to cast a spell. Roll tight. Which would win, right? Well, the combat's with a war eagle for two. I don't know. I just. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm not making show. it out of here alive, folks. Oh, this is my favorite part of the show. I One night only. <laughs> so, uh, so we've done. We're, we watched. Uh, Drew made us watch Jim Cotta. That's what I put that as. I, I watched it last night. 
<laughs> How can you even be serious ever about that movie? All right, all right. So, so I watched it last night thinking I had seen it. I have now realized that I have only seen parts of it. So last night was the first time I watched it in its entirety. Oh, that is a glorious so, state. So I miss. I envy I, you right I, now. I, it's like generations <laughs> right now for Yakmala! me. Yakmala! I wish I could go stand in a slipstream or whatever that was called. All right. <laughs> Yakmala! <laughs> Also, we need to make Yuck Mala shirts. Yep, it's already, uh, it's already in process. <laughs> Wait for it. But so, uh, Jim Cotta, directed by Robert Close, uh, who directed Enter the Dragon, which surprised the hell out of me. One of the most, considered one of the greatest martial arts films of all time. Right. Uh, we, we don't get Mortal Kombat without it. That's right. We do not get Mortal Kombat without no, right. the movies or the games. or does not happen to... You know Mortal Kombat? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, I do. Uh, I knew she didn't know Enter the Dragon. No, uh, I did not. I did not know he also directed Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. <laughs> Which was also not was a, a bad movie. Which was a, a fun movie. They're both great. Mo- yeah. I, I, Dragon's not as great as Inner, Inner Dragon's f- phenomenal. Of course. It's phenomenal. He also has, you don't get Kill Bill's outfit. Yeah, you don't get Kill Bill's outfit without Inner the Dragon. No, Game of Death. Oh, you're right. That is Game of Game Death. Of Death. You're right. You're right. Um, Bruce Lee movies is what we're naming. Um, he has two Oscar nominations. Two. Did two. you hear that? Yeah, two. I heard that. Two Oscar noms. I hated to be that Four. guy, but he From has- From Jim Cotta? Nope. Uh, he's got two Oscar nominations for short films. They still count. <laughs> He's still got noms. He's got noms, but people, you know, including me, will be like, oh, but they're only for What's short. wrong with short films? <sighs> anyway. Well, when he got nominated, the short films weren't really the... They weren't where they are totally now. They're totally there in the yeah. industry. Yet. They're not totally in the industry now. They're like jumping parts into bigger well, movies. Well, that's yeah. changing. Well, that's a well, sidebar. Yeah, they keep saying <laughs> that, but I because I, as a short film guy, I'm like, I'd like to see... Mm. Yeah. Until I can start <laughs> seeing them, I like, you know, <laughs> the AMC would be great. Uh, was written by Charles Robert Carner, who did a lot of TV screenwriting and directing after this. Just a lot of television stuff. It's based on a book called The Terrible Game by Dan Tyler Moore. Wait, this this movie is based on a book? Uh, yep. the, yeah, the book came out in 19, uh, 1956. Okay, what is the book called? Because I'll read it. The Terrible Game. Yeah, if, if you, you read that, tell me tell me how good. If you can find it. <laughs> I look. I, I look. The Terrible Gang? The Game. game. Uh, it's, um, the terrible game. it's hard to find. It's expensive. It's kind of pricey. It's a pulp. It's like a pulp paperback novel, but it's like twenty bucks for because they haven't printed it in so long. It's way out of print. Who wrote it? Uh, his name is Dan Tyler Moore. Dan Tyler Moore. Oh, he's related to Mary. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Dan P- Tyler Moore was a. Seems at my local library. He was a World War II uh, spy. So what you're saying is, it's this guy could have been the next Ian Fleming. Right, could have been the Ian Fleming, but he wrote Jim Cotton instead. <laughs> I like how the beginning of the show as well. We had this beautiful philosophical <laughs> film conversation and landed at Jim Cotta. Well, this is your fault. <laughs> so, and I know you're eating it up. So art. It's, uh, yeah, it's art. Starts, it stars Kurt Thomas as Jonathan Cabot. And so let's talk about Kurt Thomas a little bit. Kurt Thomas is, is oh, he's still with us. So is an, he lives in Texas. Yeah, he does, does, does yeah. live in Texas. He is a very, very gifted gymnast. Oh, extremely. Extremely gifted gymnast. And has won many, many medals, but he didn't go to the Olympics because of Jimmy Carter. He was destined for, oh, the, that's right. he was destined for the 1980 gym, uh, gymnastics team, but in 1980 we boycotted because of Russia and because of Af- Afghanistan. And uh, I think it was Afghanistan. Yeah, it, it started, been, yeah. Been when it started. And so we boycotted them, and so nobody got to go to the Olympics from the U.S. And so he got mad and retired. And tried to parlay that into uh, a film career. This um, is his only film, I believe, aside from some commercials. He's he's he's. It's his only big role. He's done some. He did some other stuff, but smaller, like smaller stuff. And he's actually did some stuff recently, but he's always has been smaller stuff. 
Uh, it also stars uh, Tichi Agbanyani as the Princess Rubali. Oh, boy. <laughs> that character. <laughs> I mean, if there was that character... She as soon as she sees him, she falls in love with him. Oh, is like, no, no, let's no. do it. No, no, we we'll get to that. I, if you you trying to tell me that you could watch somebody do all those flips and not be like, I'm on the bed. No, no. <laughs> there's the scene. There's the Gollum scene. Yeah. All I'm saying is this film happened way before Gollum ever did his two face talking back and forth thing. <laughs> he did it first, Jim Cotta. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jackson was like, I like Jim Cotta. We're gonna do that in this movie. I'm just telling you. Uh, she was a, she has been in Playboy. Um, she's a. Uh, a, she still acts today. She is a uh, she, she's Filipino, and she is uh, has tons of credits. In the she a nemesis by any chance? I don't think she is. We go full circle. Yeah, she she uh, but she's um oh wow she's man she's Princess Robali. What do you can say? Uh, Richard Norton as Zamir, who's the bad guy. He's also a stunt coordinator. Yeah, he says most of his stuff is st- stunt stuff, and he's been yeah. in a lot of things, and he's yep. done a lot of stuff. But stunt coordinator is what his thing. Um, I did not get his name. I don't have IMDb pulled up, but the uh, guy who's the king, who looks like Mel Brooks, he did looks you? like he. I mean, he looks like Mel Brooks. I, I didn't want to put the, pull this up, but I'm like for an Asian comp- uh, country, it's you have a really Jewish king. <laughs> I mean, I, to me, the, the the challenge I had was I didn't feel like it was Asian. Right, I thought it was like, like it almost felt like it was in the Czech area. Right, like, but it's supposed to be like in the, in the, is an Asian country. Um, he was in uh, Planet of the Apes as uh, Julius. The original. The original Planet of the Apes. Oh, He's, he was Julius. He's the cigar-smoking ape that tortures uh, Charleston Heston in the cage. Oh, brilliant. That's, no idea. Yeah, I just recently watched Planet of the Apes. And I love that you're learning things about the movie that you love so much. <laughs> oh, that I makes me it. happy. I'm sorry. That's my job on the show, <laughs> to, yeah. to you know, give out trivia. Uh, he was also, he's, on, there's a, he's also in another uh, Planet of the Apes. But yeah, so that's... That's that. Let's dig into this movie. I don't even know if his name's in here. Yeah, it's in there. I saw it. Can I just say that the moment the movie started and the entire time I was able to watch it, my only thought was they saw this dude doing some flips at a bar and they were like, we Flip have a gymnast. A but I no, I'm saying like, this that's, is this is how this movie happened. Roadhouse. Obviously, I didn't know that it, it had a book, which is baffling to me. But it's like, we have a gymnast. I was surprised you had a book too. Uh, how can we make a movie out of this? Like, he's available. Karate. He's going to do karate. Done. Well, Let's go film it. A little bit of film history. Okay. So back in the day, there was these two brothers named Golan and Globus. Golan? Can I, can I, can yeah, I pause ahead. that? His name, uh, the, the con is named Buck Cartolan. Uh, Kart- he was in The Rock. He's, He's the, legit. In the, yeah. He was in Conquest, Planet of the Apes. He was in Planet of the Apes. He was in Cool Hand Luke. I have the greatest piece of trivia you may not have formulated yet. Uh, and uh, he's got a he's in a, a huge bunch of stuff. Um, so there was these two brothers that started making these movies, and they would before the movie even sold, they would sell the poster. So I'm serious; like they would literally go to Con, yeah, or AFM, Con Film Festival, and they would that's where because movies get sold there, and they would go with the poster, and people would buy the movie having with no script, no act. Or they might have an actor attached, but they would buy the movie based. No, on No, they'd the have a name, it may not be an attached because because I mean, yeah, if you sometimes watch, they got in trouble. Yeah. yeah, if you watch Electric Boogaloo, they, I mean, they were like all scripts went to two Charles's, uh, the two Chucks, Charles Bronson or Charles. Uh, yep. Um, Chuck Norris, but they didn't know if they had them technically. <laughs> so that's how it worked. So Jim Cotta was MGM's uh, step into that world. MGM, like the people who made uh, Wizard of Oz, MGM, <laughs> they produced. Yeah, this a movie. real studio. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a real, like a real studio, right? Yeah, but they still, but they, they just still bought it off a poster. The, they gave him the two dollar budget, right? And I, we'll, he'll, I'm yeah, sure we'll, he we'll talk about stuff. the end of the show. But yeah. it's like how they got you with like covers. 
They just yeah, use posters. It worked. Yeah. You had a ninja and had a dude doing a split, Jim Cotta and a ninja. <laughs> ninjas on the Done. cover. I don't sure if they're ninjas in them. <laughs> this book is two hundred and fifty eight dollars on Amazon. <laughs> two hundred and fifty eight. Christmas. <laughs> I would like to point out we are just a few four months away. <laughs> My birthday is actually next week. <laughs> right. So Someone gave me the poster. I have an original poster. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's I lost cool. it, but I have it. Oh, my God. It's somewhere. I lost it, but it's there. Alan I, Hardy, I own shout it. Out. <laughs> um, so, so can we just start with just the idea of a dude does some gymnastic stuff. They see him, and this guy walks up to him and is like, you've got to go to... Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> You've got to go, because you know they got lazy. <laughs> you, you're coming to Parmesan, and it'll be good. Uh, <laughs> but don't for worry. The, for the pizza. It's Parmesan, but they're Asian. It'll be, <laughs> I don't know. Um, that was my Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, it was your Mel Brooks. <laughs> and so they, uh, they decide to, he agrees instantly to go on this dangerous journey, and then, having been a fan of your show and introducing it, it's going to be a very important theme in this show, we go immediately to a montage. Oh, yeah. No montages we, are great. No, we don't immediately go to. Oh, the that's true. No, You're no. Right. So he's introduced it's to like two minutes. Yeah, he's introduced to the four guys that's going to make him like the badass that he's going to be, and so like because he's 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 the king of gymnastics, but he doesn't apparently know anything else. Right. And so he's got like four guys that are going to teach him what he's missing, and so for the first like couple of minutes of that, he's like failing at things. And, yeah, like, he's, but his sounds are so fake. Like, he's like, oh, I, I can't. Uh, the whole sound is awful. He's like, uh. and when he's going up the stairs, he's like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and then just does it. And like, then I, oh, shut and up. I was, you I was excited time. at the beginning of this going, oh, this is the prime place for a montage. And then it didn't happen. And then awkwardly they went, oh, yeah, they're montage and wedged one in. Yeah, they definitely... <laughs> But then that's where he also meets Princess Amidala. Right. <laughs> the, the Princess uh, Rubali. Who, Rubali sounds like she's from Dune. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the montage music, though, the music of this film. Rem- it's the only song they have in the entire movie. Right. Well, the, the score of this song, uh, the score of the, the sh- movie, reminds me of the 1960s Star Trek Oh sure. So it's very much like da 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 da. It's a lot of that, and so I couldn't get that out of my head. And then we meet Princess Rubali, who apparently she knows about. Oh, we forgot about the plot. Let's let's explain the plot. Oh yeah, sure. All right. So here's the story. There's a country called Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> and and well, you started it. So I over at Palmerstown, it's a, it's an. But Asian, we're getting into politics, so right. I think we need to be specific. Right, right. So we're even if it's a fictional company, country. So Palmerstown <laughs> is in uh, Asia somewhere, and um, we want to put a Star Wars satellite system there. Right. We the SIA, which because it's secret intelligence instead of central intelligence. That's right. Secret. It's even better. Yeah. It's double level. Uh, it's double level. Same people to hire Chuck Norris. So they've force. asked, and Parmesan says no. However, there's a loophole. So every year, Parmesan has a game, which is a cross between the running man and... Let's be honest. It's like American Gladiator. No, no, it's not even like American It's more like Ninja Warrior and then the running man. Yeah. Because it's the obstacle course, and then the guys are trying to kill you like Fair in the running man. Or like in the running man. And um, but if you su- if you survive the game, you can get one wish. 
So the SIA gets a guy to go, okay, we want you to go through all this, nearly kill yourself, but survive, and then your one wish is to get us a base in, <laughs> in Parmesan. In Parmesan. So on yeah. top of the cheese, we need a, a missile defense system. So that happens. <laughs> At which point, you got to bring in the princess. Right. So we have this princess who is from uh, the area. They don't say specifically from she's She's from the area, and she knows the game well. She also doesn't say anything. <laughs> Not... Hardly at all. At all. She doesn't Towards say... Towards the, the last third. The first part of the movie, she doesn't say... And they remark that she never talks. She's like, why won't you talk to me and stuff? In fact, there's a conversation that he has with himself. The, uh, Jonathan Co- 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 well, Cabot. Jonathan Cabot. Cabot. Cabot has with I himself... I did the movie trailer voice. Kirk Cab- Thomas is <laughs> Jonathan Cabot. Cabot has with himself where he talks to her. She doesn't talk. He flips... And answers in her voice. It turns around backwards. Right. It flips and back. it's a great flip. It, yeah. Even though it looks like his hair is about to fall off. Like, I didn't think any of his hair was real after I saw the flip. And <laughs> Oh, that mullet was glorious. Uh, yeah, it was. The MacGyver mullet? Yeah, the MacGyver <laughs> mullet. And so he would flip back and forth to have her conversation and his conversation, which apparently she found charming. Uh, then we have the montage moment where yep. he, he becomes the best at what... I, in, in five minutes, he's the greatest warrior we've ever had. Oh, yeah. And then he gets rewarded for being the greatest warrior because she suddenly falls in love with him, like, super fast. It's like, yep. It's like, and full love. Right, full love. It's like, like she was playing hard to get for a while, and then the next thing, she's rubbing on his back to get all his eh. knots out. He, ro- he rolled a plus 20. He did. He's like, I mean, he just rolled a crit 20, whatever, natural Roll 20. Roll Todd. Yeah. <laughs> he rolled his way in. And so... Um, that happens. And so they have to sneak into Parmesan. <laughs> it's going to be in my head now. Parmesan. And the way they do it is they use um, Q from James Bond, but a bad version. Yep. To sneak and in. did you notice the gadgets are never used? Yeah. Like he's like, this axe can cut through metal. And then he's like, that knife. And then she flicks it. He's like, oh. And he has this look on his face <laughs> like, like, I can't put that back in there. Because <laughs> the knife like shoots out and sticks in the wall. Right. And then he's mad at her. Right. Because he can't figure out how and to redo it. He can't. You can't, you can't reverse and engineer that's the his end toys of the that they never use. They show gadgets and don't use gadgets. But they and then do they, you need gadgets when you have moves like that? <laughs> Look, when karate, 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 and gymnastics fuse, it, it forms a new. I can't even say it. The trailer's too good for that. Gymkata. <laughs> they never mentioned the word gymkata in the whole movie. Oh no, that was a, definitely a poster sale. That was like. I don't even think it was titled Jim Cotton. I think, they, I think when they were filming it, they were going, you know, going with the terrible game. And then it was like, oh, that's a terrible title. Let's go with Jim Cotta. Yeah. <laughs> that's some executive going, all right, all right, he's a gym guy and he knows karate. Uh, oh, we also <laughs> forgot at the beginning that Jonathan Cabot's dad. Oh, yeah. Ca- was in the game. Cabot. Colonel Cabot was in the game. Yeah. And then he is killed. With an arrow. With an arrow. Over a ravine. Over a ravine. Yeah. Because it, it is rocky and waters. Right. There's no trees. No trees. It's just... <laughs> Straight down. That's important. It's like, the, okay. and it's used a lot because because they like to toss <laughs> oh, dummies. dummies. Oh. So many dummies. Like they're just, glorious. They're, they're, they're so bad. Uh, uh, Parmesan doesn't allow people in, so you have to sneak in. And then you have to compete in the game to stay there. Right, right. Like, they, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, oh, you're a new citizen. Cool. Play in the game. Yeah. You've, that you, no one has won, though. Yeah. You, so, so no uh, one can join us. That's it. No one can join their country. <laughs> no one. It's a good system. It's Trump's <laughs> new plan. <laughs> Build a wall. Have a game. Put a whole bunch of ropes up. Make them cross it. Shoot him with an arrow at the end. Uh, so he, no trees. Uh, he and the Princess Rubali uh, go in via raft. Yeah, they go in a raft. They go. And then a ninja walks right up to you as soon as they land 
and he's about to like I mean he literally walks right up next to it Jonathan Cabot standing there looking all dapper with his little sweater and he walks right up to it and he pulls out a knife like he's gonna pop it and then he's like oh I should spring into action and then he just starts doing Jim Cotton. right <laughs> is that the part where they were now we're, we're kind of missing a section I'm missing the section where he's in town that's, yeah that's, that's happening yeah, so yeah, 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 before give it there. they take the trip to Parmesan I just watched this yesterday in, I'm so they, they have to be in town right and they go to town they're chased uh, some bad guys start killing other people. Right. At which point, as he's running through an alley, he finds a, a parallel bar. Yeah, he finds a parallel bar because he needs and, that. Yeah. And starts whooping everybody's face. Yeah. And because they're dumb enough to run into his foot as he swings, swings around. It. Right. Like, where is he going to go? And, Who and knows? Again, all his stunts. He did them all. Right. And he's fantastic. He did all but one stunt. And he's, and which he's, one did he not do? It's a simple one. He falls down some uh, like some stairs, like very small. So like, stairs. we need you to fall down. He's like, oh, I don't fall down. <laughs> I no, never that, fall. I, he said in an interview, it was, it was too wet, and they were worried he might actually. Get, I believe he might actually get injured. I'm, yeah, <laughs> everything Meanwhile. else there with me. So yeah, he does this. It's amazing. He's you know doing the parallel balls, and the people are just walking into. It, but he's great. He's also he also knocks some like. Innocent dude down. Yeah. <laughs> just knocks like, a crap out of that. You'll be okay, buddy. <laughs> and then he runs and off. That, and that guy doesn't speak English. He's like, Doof! <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Which is the for the fuck did you kick me in the... <laughs> Yakmala! <laughs> All right, so from there, they get to Parmesan. They enter Parmesan. There's a giant feast. There's a mini version. <coughs> I'm sorry. Q, that's when Q, we found out Q betrayed them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Q sold them. Real quick. This movie sounds <laughs> confusing. It's very simple. No, no. It's <laughs> So I remember seeing these things, and I'm glad that you guys have a story from what I saw. I'm learning the story. Story Story is questionable. Um, One of my favorite scenes, parts of that scene where they're running into town, though, so you got a guy with like a Tommy gun almost. Yep. Oh, it's an MP40. It's an old old, uh, German gun. Right. So he's he's, he's just, and he can't hit anything. He's like a stormtrooper. He can't hit anything. And then the whoever police department shows up and then shoots him right in the back. It's yeah. <laughs> just like, bam, that guy's out. <laughs> yeah. We solved the problem. Well, they had to get him in costumes because right. he was going to be one of the ninjas <laughs> we see later on. <laughs> That's why they wear ninja masks. <laughs> they got, so th- I love that. Uh, they get back to Q, who's supposed to give them rafts. There's no rafts or gear. Right. Because he's betrayed them to whoever. Is Q the one that threw the two knives and wore his really high-waisted pants? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so, uh, and then uh, he, they're killed. Q's killed by the, the, S- C- I'm the sorry, S- SI. The SI agent who's just like, pops up. He's magic. He just pops up everywhere. Like, in the, it's a, oh, I'm glad. SI should have been here with his operation the whole time. Well, yeah, I kind of agree, but why did it? <laughs> it makes no sense. No. So, so they're like, we can kill that guy. And so then they get on the raft, and that's the yeah. raft thing happens there. So, so they were like, introduced. They were they were like the writers like, kind of want to go right water rafting on this. Let's let's write this and maybe yeah, I get a free maybe I get a free trip out of this. It's <laughs> so terrible too. So they they introduced that's when we're introduced to ninjas, and this is a very important part. Previously, it's ninjas. So I will I, again. I will air quote ninjas. They well, have, hold on, because <laughs> this is what changed my. This is where I had an earth shattering epiphany as a kid. Okay, they weren't ninjas. And I, or I still thought they were ninjas as a kid. As an adult rewatching right. it, I realized they're not ninjas. They're do, they don't even have even anything close to. First off, ninjas have like the oval shape. Right. These guys had two circular holes <laughs> cut. They were dudes wearing ski masks, <laughs> and that's all they were. They were just guys. They're basically like medieval 
uh, adders. Uh, right, right. So, right? The, so they're the equivalent of like the KKK guys in uh, um, uh, Django and Chain. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> right, that's like, all they were. Some wife is like, I cut the black bug eyes out of the out of the black uh, pillowcases for all this. And yeah. I can't see out of this. <laughs> yeah, and that's all they were. They just ran around aimlessly. Yeah. And I, as an adult now, I remember I was like, that's kind of that kind of hurts my soul. because oh. I thought it was ninjas this whole, and it's not ninjas. It's not even close to ninjas. Right. They don't even do ninja stuff. So, so, so they were just wearing the black the mask. You were like out, ninjas. If I'm correct, ninjas take out. Um, Cabot and uh, the princess. It uh, seriously uh, nearly ruined my effing child. Every right. time we say Cabot, I think of cheese. <laughs> well, and that's so, okay because they're in Parmesan. So he, <laughs> so he wakes up. And he wakes up in bed, and then he's awakened by a woman with no tongue, who to me looked like Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I agree. And looked totally present like Ernest Borgnine. I was like, did they get Ernest Borgnine? And because this is pre Airwolf, I don't think he was like he was looking for work. Oh, of course. <laughs> and so if he does Airwolf. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this Scotty Airwolf. I don't know. I was I was really. <laughs> Just saying, doesn't know who Ernest Borgnine is. No, I'm I'm really loving this though. Continue. No, but you two are like I intensely w- looking at each other and like living <laughs> this moment. There's love. There's love. Right. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you're with us. Uh, I'll just say it was an unpleasant looking woman or a handsome woman. Handsome woman. With I think no, that's about where I had to pause it to leave. Right. With with no so, tongue. So I'm gonna have to continue. So you missed playing. the city of the crazies. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, in fairness, a very eerie. Rewatching it, aside from the pommel horse in the middle of the town, kind of creepy. Like, uh, legitimately, maybe the best filmmaking in the entire film happens in the. Yeah, town I agree. Of the, 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 the town. Of the it's crazy. actually. It really was kind of disturbing. Or, or as they describe it, the village of the damned. Yeah. <laughs> because they send all of the crazy people there. But I was like, oh sweet, we're going to see. Words, not mine. We're going to see some alien blonde children <laughs> screw people up with their mind. I can't wait. <laughs> Did not get that. No. Yeah. No, you had the dude that had the face on the back of his head that turned around like, how'd you stand so still? Why would you stand right there? Because he's crazy. We're jumping around again out of excitement. Doesn't matter. Shinkata. Yakmala. Yakmala! Yakmala! So, uh, he he can't find the princess. She's like, she'll be with you. We meet the bad guy, Zamir, who's the advisor to the Khan, the king. And so he's basically Jafar. Yeah, best <laughs> best actor in the movie. Yeah, best actor in the movie. Uh, Jafar over here. He looks to me like. Z- no, that's that's a Jim Cotta moment. That's a Jim Cotta moment. She's You're holding a up a picture. picture. His hands are up. He looks like he's saying Yakamata though. Right, His well. pose is matching your guys's expression of that. So <laughs> well, she's excited. <laughs> so for the shirt. so Sorry, we we meet Zamir the, the the bad guy, who to me looks like uh, General Zod. But with like a Padawan braid in the back of his. <laughs> what was the guy? What's the guy's name that was in the show? The following, the bad guy. Uh, I I don't remember. Okay, he looks just like that guy. Kind of does. Yeah, I can I can see if that. If you pull that show up, and um, wow. not Kevin Bacon, the other guy. <laughs> not Kevin Bacon. None of us know exactly what the guy's name is. That's okay. We can cut this part out. How cool would it have been if I knew though? Like in that moment, I could just. And if I could find a Harry Potter reference in it. James Purefoy? Yeah, James Purefoy. Who was um, Mark, Ant- Mark, Ant- Mark Antony in Rome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Great actor. Oh, great. I Fine. think Jonathan Norton or John Norton or whatever his name is. Zamir. Yeah, Zahir. Richard Norton. Richard Norton yeah. looks a lot like him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But he's he's dressed like Zod. Can you call him Dick Norton. <laughs> sure, you can call him Dick Norton. He <laughs> <laughs> just fits the Parmesan. <laughs> Parmesan, Dick Norton. So Dick Norton looks like uh, Terrence Stamp in Superman 2, so he looks like Zod. Yeah, I agree. And but he has a Padawan brain in the back of his head. Yep. Like like they're like like he's he could be a Jedi, but like I'm, I unscrewed up a lot, so I'm now I'm evil. Yeah. Like like if Darth Vader's path went really really well. 
But there's a scene at dinner. There's a scene at dinner. Right. Where he stands up, he sees that uh, uh, Kabucha and what's her name? Princess uh, Rabali. I don't know where I keep Princess. Going. Just go Princess. Princess. Amadala. Amadeus. They look at each <laughs> other and he sees it and then he stands up and pulls out size. Again, ninja weapons. Mm-hmm. And every kid in the world, how many times? To- I don't know. Maybe, maybe just my childhood. I spent a lot of time looking at karate magazines right. and in the back of it. There was a couple of things. Well, One, did, didn't you get Josh size for his birthday? I did. His yeah, most recently, his most recently got. There, uh, there's a pair of size at my house. Okay, there we go. With a DVD on how to use them. I guarantee you. <laughs> I like the fact there's a DVD. When he was a kid, <laughs> he's younger than me, but he was he was a kid. He probably maybe Ninja Turtles for him, but for me it was like stupid ninja movies. Right, right. So you flipped it back to the Karate Magazine and in the back of it, or even Starlog, they right. had this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You look in the back, and there was either nude wrestling or ninja tools. And I was more attracted to ninja tools. Right, because you get size or nunchucks. Bear claws. Bear claws. Climb a tree. Or, and, and the, what's, what's the shoes called? Oh, tiger toes. No, no, no. no they're just regular shoes. The ninja shoes. The t- uh, yeah, tabby. we always call them tiger something. T- t- tabby, Toby, whatever. Anyway, your name is Toby. <laughs> I'm Nike. Your name is... Anyway, I was fascinated by ninja shoes because they were like two-toed. Yeah. <laughs> I was just fascinated by that. I don't know. Weird. But... Anyway, so he pulls out some size. <laughs> There's a random side fight. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Cabot sits there as a side goes right past his head. Clearly a reverse shot because his expression. Like, I'm looking right. at him like, look how bad that is. <laughs> He's like, and his head moves. <laughs> right. But it's opposite. Of, so it's like the side comes in and his head turns. It's really bizarre looking. I also was like, that was backwards. Like, they, yeah, they, they, they just pull, reversed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this scene, we find out that the princess uh, Rubali, the reason why she's a princess, she's the Khan's daughter. Which to me was kind of surprising. I was like, because he looked and she looked nothing like. They, they could not, have been adopted. I'm cool have, with that. I'm, I'm cool with that too. Like, too. Or she in movie land. Or she looked like her mother. <laughs> well, she was part Filipino. Well, I mean, the actress is all Filipino. So. No, no, they said it in the movie. Oh, did they? No, they pointed it out. She's half Filipino. <laughs> like, okay. Half whatever he is. Yeah. Half Mel Brooks. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, we also meet there's other other people who are going to participate in the game most of them are nameless one guy doesn't show up who's like the greatest guy in Europe is supposed to come and like like uh, Jonathan's all excited to see that giant guy but you know he's Thorg Thorg <laughs> Thorg his name is, is Thorg. Thorg and he doesn't have an accent no he speaks Texan <laughs> but he's from Europe because he's from Austin Thorg Thorg's a good Austin name right it is he's a good old ass Austin name isn't Thorg the name of the guy in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Probably. Taika Waititi's character? Probably. Just saying. Just saying. See how important this movie's starting <laughs> to become? <laughs> um, and this, and, and I'm going to play. You're making it fit everywhere. And, and I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not making it anything. I don't believe in coincidence. And I'm going to play this clip now, but here is the con explaining the game. From there, it is but a half mile to the gorge. The fourth part is to enter the river that will lead you, dead or alive, to the high forest. If successful, you will enter the village of the damned. Surviving this, there is the final five-mile run through the swamp again. It is not all at great risk. It is also a test of endurance, as you will see. And so that was the con explaining the game. And so uh, just a recap, it's an endurance race through a crazy village. <laughs> right. At the, at the And then there's another run. It's like, all right, there's a five-mile fun run. And then <laughs> that's the warm up. And then and then there's a there's the gladiator rock climbing up yep. and the wall. 
and then there's another run, and then there's this cool little ravine you have to get over, and then oh yeah, and then there's Crazy Town. You got to go through Crazy Town. Truly though, and Jim, then it's followed up by another five mile fun. Jim Cotta is truly a movie about bad choices, in all aspects. And what I mean is, is when they finally initiate into the race, right? Right. Jonathan Cabot's running. He gets tripped up by Thorg. Uh, he finally makes it, and they're climbing up ropes. And it's a steep face, and he's climbing up the ropes. They could shoot him with arrows. Yeah, they could shoot him. But instead... I'm, I made that note. I, I have a note here that says, and I'll show it to everyone, just shoot him, parentheses, ropes. <laughs> I want to know where it was. I'm just like, just shoot him. You've got arrows. They literally get there. They're climbing up, and he's just climbing up, and they set the rope on fire. And the rope slowly burns, and Jonathan makes it to the top. There's no danger. He was good. He just <laughs> he was more than rope. halfway when they started the rope fire. At which point, he does take five minutes to make a bad decision of his own to turn to one of the so-called ninjas, the emotional destroyers of my life. He turns to them and says, "Hey, you gotta stop them. They're cheating." Because because okay, so <laughs> and then he runs off. So let me just pro- like that. let me let me let me back that up though. So this is what we learned. <laughs> So the next day they have they're having the celebration, but they do like a pre-version of the game. Right after they explain the game. Oh, over. for uh, yeah, yeah. And so they have three convicts who have done like terrible things, and they're sentenced to die. However, because the con is all like Yakmala, that's, that's where it shows up. When he first comes out and sees a village, and he's all Yakmala in and out. And so he he's going to let the three guys run the game. Whoever survives it, they get their wish, which would I would assume would be their freedom. Right. And so, literally, the running, the plot of the Running Man. Yeah, <laughs> no, one hundred percent. And so, so, but I think I, Running Man came first. Well, no, Running Man. Oh, the 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 book did, but the book is not. It's not close. So when did it? Wait, this could be another another. So eighty five. Yep, Jim Cotta. and uh, Running Man's eighty seven. So <laughs> <laughs> launched Schwarzenegger's career, Jim Cotta. I would say Terminator first, but okay. <laughs> Either way. Either way. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's just a matter of point of view. <laughs> From a certain, certain point, point of view. view. <laughs> Obi <Q-O-B-1>. one. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Anyway, so th- this part of the movie, though, is basically exposition of the game, how the game works. You get right. to see the game in action. So we're watching these. It's also called filler. Right. So they're, the three guys are there. And one of them, to me, looks like a... A really dirty Zach Gaffinakis. Yeah, sure. He, he's all like Gaffinakis. Gaffinakis. He's he's kind of chubby and he's got it's the pre two ferns. Right, right. He's pre two ferns. Or he looks like um, a, a live action version of the 1960s GI Joe doll. Oh, I'd buy that because he's got the fuzzy GI Joe doll yep. hair and kung fu grip. Yep. And so, and maybe pasted on beard. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but these guys run, and they one by one they get systematically killed. But one guy, one one of the ninja guys, kills a guy out of order, and then he broke the rules. No, so it, it doesn't make any sense, right? right? He the guy's climbing up. He pulls out a bow, shoots the guy. The guy dies. Z- Zamir. Zamir is like kill kill him. So the the ninja guy lifts the dude's head up because right. he's not totally dead yet, and then Zamir. Sh- or somebody shoots the ninja guy. Right, because he broke the rules. This So there's quote-unquote rules, sort of. So and ninjas so, can't touch them. Or they're, they're they never to, explain that part. They don't. I assume they can only talk, you know, like if, if they make it to an end of a stage, they're safe. For, there's like a safe zone, and then they start again, and then that's what I think the ninja could have killed him if he was on the road. Right, right, right. But, yeah, again, arbitrary. So it's just... But he broke the rules. But 
That is the reason why John the Cabot goes, that dude broke the rules. Zamir broke the rules. Kill him. Yeah. Now, he's not killing my boss. No, right. no, no. I'm going to request that anytime you say something that that guy said, you have to use the same voice that Drew uses for him. Jonathan Cabot. Jonathan, Jonathan Cabot. <laughs> they killed him. Yeah. I'll, I'll just go look to, and Jonathan Cabot says. <laughs> they, they broke the rules. They broke the rules. You got to kill him. Thank you. <laughs> you like you kind of sound like Lucas Black and like I have uh, this move in Sling the next Blad. <laughs> Sling Blade. Like, oh, good. I'll take it. 40 hours. I'm going to have to go watch it and now I'm going to hear you doing all of his it, it's all of his accurate. lines. Oh, it's okay. Also, inspired my career. <laughs> Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. Um, no wonder you made that bad. <laughs> hey, man. What do you want me to do? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I snuck it in there. I, it was a cartwheel. Uh, bra- bravo. Bravo. Um, of course, the three prisoners, they do not make it. And then, so we know how Jim Cotta, when, um, the game is played. So, yeah. so we're, the next night is going to be the next morning is the game so everyone can rest. However, well, we're gonna let you. We're we're throwing this thing into you. I, I'm sorry, uh, John the Cabot, that you love her, but my my daughter, the Princess Rabali, is gonna marry Zamir. Oh yeah, because now it's a princess story, right? Because reasons, and yeah, so he's like, we're gonna have the game. Uh, the con is like, we're gonna have the game, and after that, we're doing a wedding. Yakamala, Yakamala, Yakamala. And so the town's all like, we like I games. mean, that seems like a plot from Harry Potter. Right. No, this seems like a plot from The Hunger Games. Like, a lot of this game. is The Hunger Games. Because <laughs> it it's Are like you she. Are to see my Yes. Point? I was like, Battle it's The Hunger Games. Well, I if, see it. If we're going to call it about the, the uh, Hunger Games, we have to go back and, like, Japan saw Jim Cotta went, that was terrible. Let's make Battle Royale. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, it's a, Battle Royale. If you've not seen so Battle Royale, that's, that's a fantastically gory movie. Yes. Yeah, but it's Hunger Games. It's The Hunger Games one first. Because so like they like had to, they were picked off, but then there was a wedding, so that they could both survive. Right, so we need a wedding. Yeah, Hunger and Games. I get it. And so apparently, cool. Zamir just does not like Jonathan Cabot. No, no, he all. keeps eyeballing the his, queen. His woman. Right, right, because it was his Future woman. Queen. He had her first, kind of. Yeah, I guess he had her first. And that's the kind of day and age we live in in the eighties. <laughs> right. Coke up my nose. I had her first. <laughs> She's mine. For right now. I may not want her after this movie, but you just say, right now, we're destined together for a moment. Um, so Zamir is taking great pleasure in leading his ninjas to go kill Jonathan Cabot. Which, in all honesty, like all that stuff is just whatever. They just run. Right. Some guys die. There's really no, it's not even interesting. Right, no. Nothing even interesting mm-hmm. happens they until they get to the rope the, bridge. The, the only, yeah, the rope bridge is the only thing interesting happened because we see, you know, we saw... In the prisoner escape, what happens when you fall? They just throw a dummy into, yeah. into the ravine, and, and it's, it's like the cheesiest, like, dumb, like arms flapping, like ah. SNL dummy. Yes, yeah, yeah. like an SNL dummy, like Mister Bill. SNL, right? Yeah. And start making those connections, and then um, it happens again, and the same thing. It's just the uh, and and um, Thorg for a moment is a threat for like a a, a, a minute. Yeah, because <laughs> um, Thorg is like this big kind of look. He looks Swedish from Texas, but he looks like Swedish from Texas. <laughs> right, he looks like that's a band name. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or an album title. No, either way. <laughs> and so, um, you know, he's a he's a big dude, and you know, he kills another guy, one, another one of the the contestants. Yeah, my favorite guy, the ninja guy. Yeah, the ninja guy kills him. And then and he might have been a ninja. <laughs> he was a bad ninja. Uh, he was in, he was wearing a bright orange jumpsuit. But um, poor uh, choice. Cabot makes it across the rope bridge. He's being shot out by Zamir and his buddies. Thorg makes it across the rope bridge, bridge as well. He's first, and then Cabot's yeah. after him. 
what we're trying to get to is the most important part of the and more interesting part of the thing is is the village of the dam, which is the right. next stage. So they run to this. And this really? is the creepy place. Yeah, it was actually it's, it's, it's a really nice place. It's not a bad for 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 a medieval village in the middle. Yeah, of, I mean, like, it's gorgeous. It's a nice. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. You can tell there. they worked hard to make it creepy because there's like like pockets of fog, non-real fog, like movie fog. Yeah, and it would be like super dense, and then it just like kind of tapered away. Right, and you could tell it's it's a mower, a fog mower, but they pushed it all the way through because it it just didn't make sense. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense that you're there's there's a little. Alleyways, the wind blows. The, there's no fog. Right. There's no fog. And then it's just, it's not really, f- at the beginning, it's not really filled with crazy people. You just run into a crazy people who j- person who just wants to kill you. He's like, oh, hi, crazy. Oh, look, I have a knife. Oh, hi, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they're immediately stabbed. Uh, oh, stabby, stab, stabby, stab, stabby, stab. And then we meet, uh, uh, Thorg shows up and they, f- him and Thorg fight. And they end and up. Thorg's death is just. Yeah, uh, they end up in like. Um, do you think that was an attempt at a justified death? You know what I'm talking about? Like right. in movies where you have a. Uh, I'm tr- I, I haven't seen Harry Potter. Uh, I can't tie it in, but I'm sure someone dies in a Harry Potter movie okay. in a way that you're like, oh, that was a. It was like a brutal death for that person, and you're happy to see him die. Kind of a rough death. Right. Like they're a terrible person, they needed to go. Right. But in a, they needed to go in a bad way. Right. I got you. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justifiable. Death need to be yeah. like a and bad so death. Thorg is. Uh, <laughs> Thorg and um, John the Cabot are end up fighting in a, a pigsty. Trying. I know, I know. All of the deaths I could think of though are really traumatically beautiful. <laughs> so no, it's okay. like those aren't right. So they're in a. Well, you're missing out. They're in I'm a sorry. Pigsty, and then the crazy people come. And John the Cabot escapes, but Thorg doesn't, and so he's killed by the crazy people and eaten by the pigs. And did you notice the pig? Eaten by like, the pigs. No, no. Literally in the shot. It's uh, clearly it's fake blood, right? right? It's right. usually got a, a, a sugary flavor. Right. One of the pigs is right away. He's like, <laughs> and you see the little pig nose in there. He's like licking, licking, and the dude's kind of squirming. He's like, yeah. he's getting tickled oh, by a pig. Oh, the ninja guy Thor kills. Breathe, like just does not stop. You know when you die, you're supposed to not breathe. Oh, he does not. Not he's in like, Jim Not in Jim Cotta. You just when you're dead, you still breathe. He's just in Parmesan. We breathe when we're dead. <laughs> Air was just like it was, like, it was funny. It was great. Um, uh. Cabot escapes, and that's when we see the crazy guy who's got half half a face on the back of his head, and he's standing in a corner, so he looks like just another crazy guy. And then he turns around, and he's like extra crazy. Yeah, but he looks like the tall, skinny guy from The Office. Count, yeah, no, I've seen The Office. What's the guy's name that comes in towards the end? The Is tall it Dwight. No. no, no, that that comes in towards. It's about Gabe. Gabe, the yeah. really awkward, like Gabe. gangly one. Looks just like yeah. yeah, right, right, and so. And then he, you're like, oh, that. Okay, when I first, I bought it. I did you would buy it when you first oh, saw yeah, it? Yeah, the first. Oh yeah. First time I saw when it, I which was, was yesterday. I bought it. I'm yeah. Forty two years old. I bought that. I was like, oh, that crazy guy standing awfully still because he's crazy. And then he turns around and goes, wait, that's an extra crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they have the most pitiful little fight. In right. The world. It's, it's terrible. It's, but it, it's like the best fight he has with a crazy person. Yeah, it was a good sequence. It's a good screen. It's and great. then it lands to an absolutely absurd sequence. Please describe the. I, it's oh, Jonathan it's Cabot. Uh, Imagine <laughs> picture if you. Will foggy, uh, but like pockets of fog, pockets of fog, yeah, cobblestone. He runs through. There's a in the center of town, there's like a well. all their budget went to this shot, yeah. <laughs> the center of town, there's a well, and beside that well is made to look like a rock formation with two handles on it. You might tie off a horse, but they are perfectly positioned, yeah. The one that looks like the town built him like a gymnastics, yeah, pommel he, horse, yeah. Pommel at horse, which yeah. point, there is a five minute scene of him whooping the entire town. Only using a pommel horse, and, and his he body. just spins around like literally doing. You get pieces of that in the trailer, right? And so I saw pieces of and, that, and he's awesome doing it, but it's ridiculous. It's like, what do we 
lightning in the middle of town. Why don't? I, here's a thought. But then I was the crazy like, people throw one. Th- just throw one thing. Like he's swinging around so much. Just throw. It doesn't just matter what it is. Crazy people don't throw things. Throw one thing. Throw thing. At which point they like he beat. Literally, that's not true. Medieval towns they throw rocks and tomatoes a lot. But that's those, all they had to do. But those were You're talking about people. medieval times, the Crazy. real thing, or the dinner restaurant? <laughs> Both. I <laughs> 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 throw me up chicken legs. I, I, I threw things, but they Lambert's. kicked me out. I was like, I'm that's just true. trying to be authentic. <laughs> Here in medieval times, here's a bib for your face. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But in my mind, I only think of what it means. Every time I think of medieval times, I think of the cable guy. Of course. Yes, so just the silence of the lambs. So sorry. So he was kicking ass. Yeah, but he's done after that. Right, right. All right. And so. The whole town. Most of the time. Right. And so. I'd say a good 50%. We cut. 75. We cut back to Yakmala and. Yakmala. The princess is convincing the Khan that, hey, Zamir's terrible. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, 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 he's just a bad dude, and uh, I don't want to marry him. Is she talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's talking. Okay. Just randomly. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. I can't yeah. do it anymore. She's like, she's like, I've like, been saving up these words. <laughs> right. That's what I tell my wife when we go to bed. Like, how many words do you have? You have a quota. <laughs> well, she's like, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I got sixteen thousand words to get I, out in five I, minutes. I, I'm not being paid as equal to these guys, so I'm just going. You know, but wait, to space it out as much money as I can. So she she cranks it up. But did you notice the? The costume change because it's one of my. Fa- She's wearing like a kimono looking sort of thing, you know. This yeah, it's very Japanese and or Chinese. Literally, she's like. <laughs> And pulls it off, and she's wearing like Catwoman. Yeah, suit. she's wearing the <laughs> this black cat like, ninja suit, like Why? underneath. Yeah, just, yeah, the just whole underneath. Time, the whole time. She's like, I'm prepared. Prepared because because I knew I was going to convince my father that Zamir was, the, and he does. He's like, well, he's my greatest advisor. No, he's bad. Yes, he's bad. I yeah. mean, and then Mel Brooks and her go down the stairs <laughs> and open the door, and the first thing they were like, my people, yeah, Yakamala, Zamir and his followers are traitors. Yakamala, Yakamala. There you go. And uh, I was trying to think about. The, then the I town, can't believe this is the end. The <laughs> town revolts against the Zamir. And, I mean, it's, it's, it wor- Mel Brooks has got powers. What he's like, yeah. Yeah. he used the swords and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally what happens. While this goes on, Zamir catches up to uh, uh, Cabot, yep. and they fight, and it's an okay fight. It's not bad. It's it not doesn't make it. So first, they're near trees, and so Jim Cotta's biggest weakness is trees. <laughs> you can't Jim Cotta if there's trees. So, <laughs> but there's limbs. He could, t- but no. But no. You, have you tried spinning? Like that would hurt. So he quite literally does a couple of cartwheels, lands in an open space, does some Jim Cotta, and kills the guy. Like, I mean, there's no drama to it. No, but he had to get away from the trees first. No, no, yeah, <laughs> he got to get with the trees. trees, and so the pine well, trees of cut back to way back in the movie when he did the not the pummel but the poles, the, yeah. the parallel bars. Did you notice that there's chalk on his hands? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it was amazing. Funny. Well, like. You didn't ch- we didn't see him chalk up. It was just magically he's there. That's his mutant power. He's going to make his chalk. So. He just sweats it. <laughs> My mutant power is making chalk? No, no. He never sweats. Yeah, no. Because no, he chalks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Jonathan Cabot. I'm making another show. <laughs> I don't sweat, I chalk. chalk. I'm going to use one of the ladies from, uh, from Steel Magnolia. No, he's <laughs> it's going to be gold. As jo- Jonathan Cabot asked one of the women from <laughs> Steel Magnolias, I'm, who wants that T-shirt? Just head on over to, to this. If we'll you make it, that, we'll, I'll we'll, wear we'll it. We'll put it on T Public. The rest, where the rest of our shirts are. Oh wow, that's. Um, I don't. So, swear I like that. So, he actually makes the notes. So, um, the townspeople defeat the Zamir and his group, and and then the, then one dude is like, 
Oh no! Look, they're coming. Yeah, and it's it's Jonathan Cabot showing up. He's on a he's on a horse with his dad. With his, well, oh, yeah. oh, I forgot about his dad. It's the, in Crazy Town. He's about to be. He's stuck. He's stuck on a wall. Because <laughs> he's like he's like he he does this. He like pulls. Himself I totally up. forgot about his dad. <laughs> and he pulls up. And he's like, uh. yeah, he, and he, he sinks back down. And then his dad just sticks out his hand. He's who's like, been uh, dead all movie and pulls him up. Like who's been you dead all just. He, so his dad's been dead all movie. <laughs> he's been doing a lot of gymnastics. But, but he's he, tired. But he's like, hey, son, I'm here to save you. Because when he went to, when that hand went down to go rescue him, I thought it was the SII guy. I thought it was going to be his buddy, the the guy Ch- Chang, maybe? No. Who's in the beginning, who never shows up again. He doesn't even enter the race. Right. I thought it was going to be him. And like he I, had dressed up as a guard. I'd forgotten about see, that. See, I thought scene. it was going to be the SII guy because that's what he does. He just yeah. pops up and saves the day. I was like, yeah. oh, good, extra life right there. And... <laughs> Uh, it's not as his dad. His dad's like, yeah, I've been hiding out and I've been waiting for you. I'm glad you you showed up because I'm expecting you to come help me. And it's like, sweet, no problem. And then he goes off to go uh, to like, finish. Sweet, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem, dad. And he's going to go off to go fight Zamir. And Zamir, <laughs> Zamir shoots dad with an arrow. And it, and so dad dies again. And then but, but but dad's death is explained for me. Remember the crevasse? That's a fancy word. For, yeah. That means gully. Gully. Got the crevasse. Roll Tide. <laughs> and there's no trees. Right, there's no trees. You've seen that part yes. enough in the yes, trailers? I did. Okay. His dad survived because he landed on trees. He's like, trees broke my fall. <laughs> that's because there's no that's why there's no trees. He broke them all oh, going okay. down. On the way down. On the way down. So prior to that there were trees. Right. So not anymore though. End of the movie. They saved a life. The, they, they're on a horseback. It, it's well, the guy. They, let's backtrack real quick. The guy comes out and says, "They're coming up. They're, they're approaching. Yeah, come on the up. British are coming." They ride up on a horse, right? And then it goes to a card that says, "It just pops up, freezes, and pops on screen and says, they put a nuclear, def- a Star Wars defense missile program.' The end. Right. right. Credits. <laughs> no, are you seriously? That's how the movie right ends. Now? Like they just literally. The guy's like, "They're here. They're here." And then he walks up and he's like, "Hey!" And as soon as they do that, they're like. <laughs> Credit right on the screen. I'm not making it up. Like it ends. I'd forgotten how abruptly that movie ends. It doesn't even care about it. It ends like a lifetime movie. <laughs> it did, and that was it. There's no. We have like, to watch this movie. Now. Jonathan and like I hate to Queen say that Amidala. out loud, but we have to watch this movie now. Oh, it's so terrible. It's amazing. It's so but terrible. But look how many movies it inspired. What was our You're last right. tally? Six. <laughs> I don't know. I should have been keeping. Lord track of the Rings. Though. Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Running Man. Some like evil something when Harry met or Sally. <laughs> when Harry met Sally. Catwoman. I, I was trying to see if I could get, <laughs> I was seeing if I could get lucky and, and see if uh, I could find the title. When you guys were explaining that, all I could I see was like card. she was like, Oh thank you. And, I like to read and then it. he went out and was like, She's actually Catwoman. She's just been waiting to be freed. This whole time. So, this whole so, time. so that was Jim Cotta. I'll let him get when he can find it. I'll, but uh, so here's some things some No, I own it. I know you own it. <laughs> it's on my phone. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Oh, he owns these. I own all of the streaming ways. Uh, I spent two ninety nine on it on Amazon Prime. I did too. <laughs> so oh, I'm sorry. I got for it for you? forty more hours. Pretty happy for you. Yep. <laughs> you should re- you should watch it. Worst right. movie you ever see. All right, so Second, here's some third. here's some cool facts. Uh, Justina, we'll, let's play a game we usually play on the uh, the oh, gosh, Call okay. Movie Cantina. Is this Screw Mary Kill? No, no, okay, but we can good, tell the players. Oh my god, <laughs> we can play Screw Mary Kill. I'm okay with that. Okay, uh, fine. Well, I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll play hey. screw, we'll play Screw Mary Kill too. Jonathan uh, Cabot. Av- av- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to dub in a little sound. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, like a baby goat, that guy. If he doesn't live up to that sound, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Jim Cotta Jim Cotta was released. <laughs> Jim Cotta was released May 3rd, 1985. Whoa, summer release. Summer release. Somebody bet some dollars. So I should give you a little hint. So uh 
How do you think it ranked its opening weekend? Uh, okay. Uh, 85. I thought that was going to be your pick. 85th. <laughs> okay. It's opening weekend opening in the weekend. summer. It's a major release. MGM is a major studio. So there was some money put behind for the release. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Out of 100 or out of 10 or out of... I, is this the ranking? Yeah, the ranking. The, the opening weekend ranking. I, I'd say out of 20. Let's say out of 20. 15. 15. What do you think? Oh God, no! Uh, number no, one in your you books, right? I'm gonna say I'm gonna actually I'm gonna change. I'm gonna say number ten. Number ten. It was number ten. God damn! Well done. Uh, Professional. <laughs> it's uh, do Yakmala. You know, do you know? Do you know <laughs> Yakmala? Do you I'm know what? Say that after cut now. Cut Yakmala. Yakmala. Let's go. Uh, so, uh, th- do you know the top three movies of that weekend? Oh crap! She, I know she wasn't. I no, not even a little bit. I don't even know it was made May in eighty five. That's May, tough for me. I, I was a, I was seven years old. Yeah, but think three. I, I would have guessed this. I wouldn't have been able to guess this. But et d- no, eighty two back in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> Home Alone number three was Gotcha. Oh, we got to do that movie. <laughs> number three was Gotcha. Oh, number two incredible. was number two was just one of the guys. <laughs> Oh, these are all such terrible movies. Number one was Chuck Norris and Code of Silence. Oh, that's a good movie. Code of Silence, it's good stuff. How do, you, how do you think it ranked in the year? 85. Oh, God. 90th. No, it's higher than that. I, I'm going to say it's in the... Uh, I'm going to say 72. Just saying your closest, it was 111th. Oh, uh, pretty, I'm not a professional. Pretty terrible. Can you pick the top, uh, f- any of the top five movies of that year? Code of Silence. Jim Cotta is one of them. No, let's be honest. <laughs> in your in your heart, I know that counts. Be honest with yourself <laughs> and your maker. But we're talking about like money wise. Sorry, I'm trying to find this yeah, clip. I'm no, obsessed no, with no, it. No, no problem. So, what do you think of the the you, you guess the top five the top five movies of that year of '85? '85. I can't even remember what came out. Uh, Jedi wouldn't have been then. '83. Oh my gosh, Rain Man! I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even Ghostbusters. Know. Well, hold on. 84. Would have been a raid. Oh, been so Indiana close Jones to 85. Movie. Is that Temple of Doom? Uh, 84. Dang. Or, uh, apparently, I like 84. All right, so ready? Yeah. Number five. Two of these are Oscar uh, nominated films, um, and the rest of them are not. So, uh, like for Best Picture. Uh, number five, Out of Africa, David Lean's last film. Oh, that's a good movie. Um, no, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Out of Africa won. It's not, I'm thinking Passage of India. So, <laughs> I was wrong on that. But, but number five was Out of Africa, which won the Oscar. Uh, number four was Color of Purple. Color of Purple. Oh, good movie too. Fantastic movie. Nominated for eleven Oscars. Got no awards. Number three, Rocky Four. Oh, what a terrible movie! Really? I like I'm not a big fan of four. I like four. Four is kind of my favorite. Is it? Yeah, I like Rocky Five. Really? <laughs> With Tommy the Machine Gun. It was awesome. <laughs> a machine Again, gun. Movie I'm I starting to see kid. the things that he's enjoying. Uh, see so where I'm going. No, I got you. Number two, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Oh, that totally makes sense. Number one, Back to the Future. I almost that threw that down in the first group. Yeah, Back, back well, to the Future. That's one of the Damn. best films ever made. So yeah, like, so uh, opening weekend. Uh, uh, I op- have seen that. Opening weekend was uh, oh, one, 1. 1.2 million. Not, Whoa. not bad for 85. I don't. I mean, even it at 10th. The, 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 that, that week was a t- tough week for folks. Okay. 
I'll it, save it. It's <laughs> it's global uh, worldwide gross was five point seven million. It on his phone. But it had a budget of four million, so it technically made a profit. Nope. See, it was profitable, it which was is why it's a little frustrating. We've not seen Jim Cotta too. <laughs> I'm working on it. I've been writing it for four years. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so how close are you to like? Is this the one you have in your back pocket? Like this is this my is baby. the one that you've like no, because locked if away. Show, if you show actors Jim Cotta, and they get the joke. Like some of the things, like he in in the scripture writing, it's he cart <laughs> he never enters or exits the scene without cartwheels <laughs> in or out. I'm not making it up. Hold on, hold that, hold that thought like because I, thing. because this is actually a segment on the show. I want to hold that thought. Um, you find your card. Yeah, I got it. So, so the ending in, in, ending card back. says <laughs> it's coming back around. Here it is. Here's the exact card. I want you to see the frame. That's how the movie ends. It ends with Jonathan Cabot, hey, and her. If you She's can, like, if you can take a screenshot, that's I'll the punch director yelling at her, "Don't look at the camera." <laughs> and this card pops up and says, "In 1985." The, and by the way, every word is capitalized. <laughs> Seriously. So in 1985. In 1985, the first early warning Earth station was placed in Palm Stand for the U.S. Star Wars defense program. There's not even a period on the. Scene. It's absolutely abysmal, right? By all standards, and it doesn't fit the picture. They're just like, we're happy. Let me let me just make sure there's not a part two. Nope, it freeze frames and everything. Oh yeah, it freeze frames. Yeah, and that's it. That's how the movie ends. So, it's like mustache, and then it cuts to Jim Cotta footage. I mean, gymnast footage. Yeah, gymnast footage because uh, you know he he tried almost got that gold medal. So, <laughs> so uh, screw Mary Kill. Okay. Uh, let's do uh, Jason uh, Jonathan Cabot. <laughs> hmm. Let's do the three. We'll do Jonathan Cabot, Princess Robali, and Zamir. Ooh, but I was really going to happily go for the entire town of Yakmala. <laughs> <laughs> Yakmala! <laughs> Jonathan Cabot, what's that? Jonathan Princess Robali and Zamir. Let's do the top three. Well, I'm going to... I will I will let you preface... I will preface this as I will let you... Switch any one of those one of those names out for the con. Oh yeah, perfect. So well, Yakmala changes, changes a lot. Nope, I got a plan. I want you to go first. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> oh man, do I have to kill somebody? Yes. <laughs> Why this game is hard. Do I have to kill someone? I'm like, which one do I kill? Well, I was just gonna see how many people I could screw. <laughs> you can only, only screw one. one of them. All right, I'm killing the princess. She's worthless. <laughs> I'm going to marry the Khan. Yakmala! Yakmala! Because I get that power. Right. I get the power of Yakmala. <laughs> it's the Yakmala! I don't know what that means. I don't either, but I love it. It sounds like an 80s power. <laughs> right. Like from an 80s cartoon. Like, like the Care Bear stairs. The Yakmala yeah, I think stairs. I might have been singing. Um, I can't remember what 80s cartoon it was. That's another random thing that I'm obsessed with. And then I, I definitely am going to sleep with Jonathan Cabot. Oh, wait, wait. So 80s cartoon music. Uh, Captain Video? Kid video, kid video. It might have been kid video. Kid yeah. video, and yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I was also going to screw Cabot because it reminds me of cheese, first of all, and I feel like his movements. There's Cabot cheese I that I really like. It's really good cheese. It's a brand of cheese. I know. I know. Okay. I'm familiar with all cheeses. You might call me a fromagist. <laughs> <laughs> but his moves would be magical. In the sack, um, I. I didn't like the princess because she was annoying, so I'll kill her as well, and I'll just marry whoever's left, the Khan or the other guy. Zamir. Yeah. He seems like he'd be a decent guy. He might only, he seems like a decent guy. I feel like I, I don't remember him, 
He's, is he the one with the high-waisted pants and the the knives? No, no, no. Yeah, he has the size. Yeah, and they threw them at the yeah. guy. And you yeah. already used the size. Oh, yeah. Well, this works I, out well I would get you. to wear his pants. Oh, gotcha. And I like okay. high-waisted pants, so yeah. done. So, so I would kill Jonathan Cabot. Oh, well, I was. I, yeah, yeah, I can't even. <laughs> right now. Is it because of his voice? Be honest. No. No. No, can't marry him. I'm definitely going to scream. Uh, That's I what w- the sex would sound like. I can be there. Would be a montage. Would you still <laughs> sleep with John Cab if your sex was a montage? It'd be like you get two pumps and it cuts to like a whole different sequence. I, I'm sleeping with Princess Rubali because she looks like she gives really good back rubs and she's kind of hot on the back on his back. Yeah. I'm Is not- it because she doesn't talk, Scotty? Yeah, she be yeah. honest. <laughs> It's helpful. Well, she wears <laughs> apparently wears black leather all the time. If you're into patent leather, <laughs> right? You're like, you know, like, it's a good deal. I kind of need, need you to be Sindel from Mortal Kombat or Katana, whoever you want to be. Uh, and then I would marry the Khan because then I would be his queen, and I could be like Yakmala, Yakmala, queen of my own country would be kind of baller. Just saying. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think you'd make his queen do the game because I would be terrible at it. Uh, can I throw another fun fact at you, please? How this movie is directly ra- not just related to me. With this entire city of Mobile. No, oh, please. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. The editor of Jim Cotta. There was an editor. <laughs> First also of all. edited a movie that was shot here called Rage with Nicolas Cage. With Nicolas Cage. Really? Yeah. And. Well, we friends of ours. Stephanie's in it. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. I know so Rage. So now Stephanie's related to Jim Cotta. <laughs> he's also. You're the welcome. Editor. So are we just going to start playing like Seven Degrees <laughs> of Jim Cotta? Yeah, that's, <laughs> seriously. I did it the other night. I couldn't help myself. And then he also came back. He reprised his job as editor. And this is where I have direct connection because I worked on the movie. I'm now officially one step away from Jim Cotta because he did USS Indianapolis. So, so if you which could, which is equally a different movie. Would you Would you like to talk to him about editing Jim Cotta? Oh, I'd lo- I'd eat it up because it's like his third credit, right? And be like, what do you do when they bring you this movie and you have to sit there with it? Some we, of the editing wasn't bad. No, no, it's it fine. The sound editing. Oh, the sound was terrible. I, I texted you when I was watching. Oh, it's like so bad. It was a sound on that was. Uh, everything was the same sound. It was all no, 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 no. It wasn't. It, it was. It was. It was. It was. When when people talk, we turn it low. When pe- there's action, yeah. we crank it up high, and that's that's all there is. Is oh no 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 die yakmala and just yakmala and it was oh it was terrible. I mean, it's called Jim Cotta. They obviously cared more about the action. That's true. They sold it. Okay, yeah. Um, if given a budget. And uh, permission to make Jim Cotta. Oh, I already have this. Right. So, so <laughs> how would I, you don't even have to, you know, if you can cast is even better because I can't cast my version. Well, it's, I, I just already I've been working on it for, for a while. right, and I haven't. I just watched the movie yesterday, so I've been kind of thinking about today. So you, you've got me. So um, we'll fulfill this childhood wish for you. How would you make Jim Cotta? Well, first off, I'm combining two films into one. That's uh, the only way it gets done. Sure. So what I'm proposing that we make is a film called They Live Jim Cotta 2, T-O-O. <laughs> I'm, yes, it's happening. So not, o- not only, this is what I've been working on, not only is it a sequel to the world-famous Jim Cotta, it's also a sequel to They Live. And what happens is you have... You, you have opened the box, Jonathan Scotty. Cabot's son. So you have, you have Colonel Cabot, but, you have Jonathan Cabot, yeah, but, and now you have the new Cabot. Right. And and so is Baby Cabot, which is being be played by Clay Crawford. So, so w- <laughs> already asked him. He said okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was rigs on Lethal Weapon. Right, right. I was like, how can he's we my ma- friend? How can we just make this movie? So, so 
It's mind-blowingly genius. I love <laughs> it. So, Jonathan Cabot, at, what happens to him after Jim Cotta? Uh, so he goes on to continue his life as a spy. Right. So, so is he is he a current? Does he or does he? Do you outrank his dad? Is he? Oh no no! Down the road, his dad eventually passes away. No no no! I'm mean, like from so complications he, from an arrow to the back <laughs> for the second no, no, time. No no! I'm just saying. Rick having wise, been caught by all those trees, because he was Colonel Cabot. Yeah. So is the new the his son now the the Jonathan is he like Major Cabot or yeah he's Major Cabot or, or yeah he's like he's like yeah or full blood oh, who's what's higher than the Major's below Colonel yeah someone about yeah, yeah, yeah full he full board or General or whatever yeah. General Cabot. Cabot oh hell yeah I'd, yeah and he leads a special elite force <laughs> whose job it is is to take out aliens oh I'm in it I'm so in it and you had him at aliens sadly no, he had me at they live I'm like. Sadly, we, lo- we, we, we get one cast member returning from Day Live because we lost Roddy. Oh, yeah. So we, we get one cast member returning. Oh, so it had to be uh, uh, Keith David. Yeah, so Keith David Can't comes you, back. Who's coming to Pensacom? We can ask him then. <laughs> <laughs> Who I did a movie with. Oh, that's right. So you, you know what I'm saying? Right. I've already got all this lined up. All right. And then the main villain is going to be, I know it's going to sound silly, but I really want the main villain to be Will Ferrell. And the reason why is I don't want, I want silly Will Ferrell. Right. I want very serious Will Feller. I find Will Ferrell more funny when he's deadly serious about something. Right. So like that really depressing movie about him getting kicked out of his house. Right. That Will Ferrell. I did not put that much thought in this. and I'm, I'm ashamed of him. I will do better next movie. They Live Jim Cotta too. It's brilliant. Uh, I, yeah, it's better than that. See, I, I would have went for the remake and do, you know, I don't I don't like the motivation for Jim Cotta. I don't. I don't like the, there's, right. I, I like, there's a, this movie is not great, but there are some great thi- there's some great elements in it. Like the Star Wars thing is actually not the worst thing in the world. No, but it's just kind of like it's loosey goosey. And so the better well, story defined. The, the better story is to do the I'm going to go rescue my dad. Yeah, that's the better story. But they made that movie later on. What was the one with the kids? The rescue. Right, but they didn't do it with Jim Cotta. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right. I'm just like you know I'm going to go you know I'm going to go get my dad and yeah. and you know he I, I like the idea of him going like. The CIA is like, you're not in a military. You don't have a right to go do that. And he goes and trains on his own. and goes, Yeah, which is kind of blood sporty. Right, which is blood sporty. And then he goes and, and, and does, does the Talking I, about like John Wick with the dog, but with his him dad. with yeah, his, his dad. dad. Yeah, yeah but he John just goes right. Like he right, just right. gymnastics but the kills everybody. But the twist I would put in is that he does that. And then the CIA is like, here's what we want you to use the wish for, which gets very Rambo. Like right. they want you to use the wish right. to put the Parmesan yeah, yeah, right, right. on, and then he doesn't do it. His wish is to marry the princess. <laughs> <laughs> right, or freeze dad or whatever. Because see, I would that, do the, That's very modern. See, I would do, see, I would do the, uh, well, of course we're making it, we're making it now because we yeah. have to make it modern. I would, I would do it that way. You know, he trains on his own, the CIA finds out that he's doing it. And so he actually has to get their help to get, he can't get into Parmesan. That's right. the, the one piece he's missing. And so, we get to put a missile defense system if you go to do yeah. that. So that's where I was at on that. That's, that's what, a that's, good idea. That's what I was I'd thinking. buy it. I'd, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. And then just up the... Sh- I already thought about where we could... You could actually film a good bit of this in North Alabama. <laughs> the clips there Can we set it in North... <laughs> oh, my God. If he's Roll Tide! If he's on a farm... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I wonder if I can figure out a way to tie in uh, Roadhouse. Yes, of course you can. If I can put Roadhouse if, in if, with They Live Jim Cotta 2... If you... If you... Do they live Jim Cotta too? It's when, sir. When, sir when. <laughs> um, you have a lot of homage to. I know you got the one character coming back from They Live, but there needs to be a Nada character. Yeah, the 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 guy who like kind of gets swept up in it, like, yeah. and he has to be like near homeless and like was looking for a job, and this kind of just 
landed. Hey, I heard about this thing where they're you know you can do security for, and then he gets involved like him and. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's the you angle. Pay that for, homage backwards. Bang, yeah, pay that. That's how you get him into it. I got Have you ever seen They Live? No. They Live is great. Do you know who Shepard Ferry is? Famous artist. Nope. Do you have you ever seen the shirts or stickers that say Obey? Nope. Really? It's pretty common. Do you know Barack Obama's poster when he yes. ran for president? That artist is a guy named Shepard Ferry. He stole the idea from this movie called They Live because it's hidden around the town. So there you go. Okay, thank back. you. Yeah. I am really bad at names. So usually yeah, if you can. Yeah, yeah. No, but Shepard Ferry yeah. is like. He's, he's the artist behind the sticker. Uh, I got before you. Before we go, I, did, I just want to. We, we've talked a lot about the Star Wars program. And uh, I know what the Star Wars program is. Do you know? Do you remember the Star Wars program? Oh, yeah. Big time. Do you know what the Star Wars program is? No. What do you think the Star Wars program is? I, I can't not think of Star Wars, I to be honest. Either. Well, can you just try and if you okay. right now, for, for $5, <laughs> in fact, I will present you a $1 bill. <laughs> I like okay. it went for $5 to a buck. <laughs> I had to remember how much lunch money I actually had. I do have a five, but that's lunch So money. what, yeah. what, is, what am get I getting money for? This is the sound of a dollar. Don't worry, but I might get that. It's like... You gotta describe the Star Wars program. Describe legitimately try. What do you think the real Star Wars program was? So it's something. It's a real thing. Yes, is what we're saying. And it was an eighty-five. It was around an eighty-five. There's a child or a kitten. It's Jonathan Cabot, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, come on. Okay, okay, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, and it's not Star Wars. Star Wars. (laughs) It could be. Give me a second. In the realm of possibilities. <laughs> okay. Is it like a summer camp type program? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so you have to hit a certain age and then you get uh, awarded. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't do this like Scott again. Okay. You have to get awarded a letter and then you have to be able to pass trials to see if you're worthy <laughs> of. Um, I think right now you're spot on. Stop. (laughs) You have to pass trials to see if you're worthy or not to to be considered to continue on for specific games or wars. Games. (laughs) And with each one it gets worse. And um, only one person from... Each region can be entered. Oh, now you're just doing the hunt. No, no, games. I'm definitely doing Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> Try Wizarding Cup. All right, okay, I got you. You really don't know, really? No, no I really don't. So you can have a dollar anyway. It's okay. The Good, Star Wars, the Star Wars program, actually called the Strategic Defense Initiative. It was a proposed missile defense system intended to protect the U.S. from attack for, uh, by nuclear weapons, mostly from the USSR. Uh, Ronald Reagan uh, first announced it in March of 1983. Uh, because he was against the Mutual Assured Destruction Pact, which basically meant that if I'm pointing a gun at you, you're pointing, pointing a gun, gun at me, you. and we both kill each other. We blow, you know. So I'm shooting nuclear bombs at you. You're shooting nuclear bombs, and we're destroying the, the 80s world. The 80s weren't all cocaine. Yeah, no. they were a little scary. It's like cocaine and nuclear bombs. It's pretty much what it was. Which Are we was saying weird. that like, cocaine didn't lead to this? I think cocaine kept us from dying. Honestly, yeah. I'm kind of kind of like we. If, if we we all needed die, that cocaine, right? Guys. They're like, if we die, we can't do more cocaine. That's it. <laughs> Wall Street. Um, so, because Reagan didn't think about de- thinking, you know, that destroying the world was a bad, he thought like that's a terrible idea. So he got uh, a bunch of American uh, engineers and scientists to develop a system that would uh, render nuclear weapons obsolete. So what it was was a bunch of theories and um, plans to make lasers and particle beam weapons and ground and space based missiles and high tech computers. 
The program lasted from 1984 to 1993, longer than I thought. Yep. The collapse of the Soviet Union in 1990 and the end of the Cold War uh, and support for the SDI collapsed. In 1993, President Bill Clinton redirected the efforts toward the, the uh, theater <laughs> ballistic missiles and renamed it the Ballistic Missile Defense Organization BMDO, which was later named uh, the Missile Defense Agency in 2002. I've had some BMDO before. <laughs> Man, it's not good. I switched to this vegan deodorant. <laughs> Definitely gives me BMDO. So now... So, but however... So, Senator Ted Kennedy, who was a who was a, a critic of the the SDI program, he's the one who named it Star Wars, and so they were like, "It's not Star Wars," and everyone was like, "Oh no, it's Star Wars now," and it stuck. So, so which one came first, Star Wars that or Star Wars the series? Star Wars the movie, seventy seven. That's why he named and it. That's why he named it. He named it Star Wars because it was in the eighties. All right, and so here's the here's the kicker that Reagan didn't really want to make this anyway. He was just like, "We're gonna pretend like we're making this to make Russia freak out," and that's what it did. Merely made between. Russia freaking out over us making Star Wars stuff, which led to the um, the summit in um, not Geneva, but it was another cold place. Yep. Between him and uh, Gorbachev, and the fact that Chernobyl happened and killed the Russian uh, economy, that's what collapsed Russia. <laughs> yeah. So. Well done, Star Wars. So cold, the, cold, the Cold War is is my favorite period. And and ma- majority of '80s movies are basically. Nuclear war movies based are on a mutual assured destruction. They were like, "What happens if mad happens?" And so you know everything is destroyed. So that's why we have Terminator and War Games, War Games, and uh, the Day After, and oh god, there's more. Do you remember that movie, <laughs> a Testament? Testament. You ever seen Testament? No, off the top of my head. So Testament is a was a movie that was made for PBS. Wait, is this the library one? No. You ever seen that one? No. Where the kids live underground with libraries, all they have is books. Uh. Uh-uh. Is that the the Ember one? It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. It's crazy. No. Oh, so Testament is. It's <laughs> like an adult version of the oh, Page Master. Yeah. That was so real. It's like War of the Worlds. Yeah. It's, it's like, so it's this realistic, you know, a nuclear nuclear holocaust happens, but it's yeah. like near a town. It's not like a town gets hit, so the town's still there, and so they're dealing with all like. The radiation fallout and life during that. Yeah. Um, I think Joanna Cassidy's in. It. I think that's her. So it was so well received on PBS. They ran it through and they ran it through a theatrical release and it got Oscar nominations. Crazy, right? And it's it is the one. I can't watch it. It's very disturbing. It's and it's not that it's it's not like horror you know like not graphically horrible but it's like emotionally you can't watch you've got kids you can't watch it yeah, you've got kids you can't i don't know if, i know you can't watch it and i uh, can't handle kids in play yeah which yeah, is yeah. everything that steven yeah. spielberg does yeah so yeah it's it, it's 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 kids in play it's real bad kids in play and so it almost has a missed ending but it doesn't but it tries Ugh. and so as i watched it in a horror class it's not a horror movie and he's like, watch this. And I'm like, I don't want to see anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, I can't handle that. So uh, too soft-hearted for that. But so, yeah, uh, a testament. I Watch it once if you ain't got, ain't got kids or don't mm-hmm. care about them. <laughs> and after that, don't have to watch it again. It's good. It's good. It's well-made. It really was well-made. But it's just like, not my thing. There's some, some movies I just can't watch anymore. I just, no. So that was Jim Cotta and Friends. <laughs> Yakmala. Yakmala. Oh, uh, thank you. Would you recommend this? I feel like a like a fake when I say it though, because I didn't see that part that did that. So it's like I don't, I haven't I'll earned that right. We'll queue it up. Oh, okay, t- two seconds. No, I'm life. gonna watch this movie now, completely. So you would say you recommend it? I I would say I recommend it if you could go back and look for all of those nuggets 
of where it has traveled to. to. No, no, but as I'm saying, like if you could like watch abound. it <laughs> yeah. in that context, yeah. yes, I think it would be interesting to see how you can take something that people think. I mean, me too. Where it's like a ridiculous film, like it's ridiculous, but you got so much from it. So yeah, I recommend it with alcohol. <laughs> Most things are better with I alcohol. I re- recommend it on Sundays. Every Sunday. <laughs> Sundays. That any, is our family Sunday film. Any given... My yuck kids mouth, are going to be mouth. gymnasts because they know all the moves. Any given yuck mouth. <laughs> That's That's like, how many movies can we make? <laughs> Listen, I've got an idea. That's We're going to get the yuck mouth. <laughs> so in your movie, are you going to use yuck mouth or are you going to make up your own new oh, no, word? The movie is going forever. Okay. <laughs> I might even tattoo it. I have no tattoos, but there's one tattoo I want. I kind of want to make a shirt now, any given yuck mouth. <laughs> That's the shirt. I think it's brilliant. Oh, make, a make a note. Make a note. Make a note. Anything else? I know you're going to recommend it. <laughs> that was one of my favorite films ever made. Uh, so uh, that's the uh, catacombs. That's what what we do here. Uh, thank you, Justina, for for. Uh, I thank you for including us. me. So where can we find you? Uh, under your stuff on Facebook. Sure. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not very active on social media. So that's okay. just stalk me through Scotty. <laughs> Which is I thought you were going to say through Skype. I was like, oh, was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just please Skype don't. me anytime you want. Oh but she's also she's on You can also hear her every week. It's not. She, every yes. Thursday, so she is a co-host on the Cult Movie Cantina. I, I mean, I'm on Facebook. I just don't expect The best me. way to interact with her is just, just make a post on uh, the Cult Movie Cantina page. And she'll, yes, please. She'll, she'll, she'll I talk, love friends. She'll talk to you that way. I do. She'll talk to I you. will. Drew, how can we find you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm going to throw the craft show tags out because I don't do, do my personal very much anymore. Yeah, on Instagram, it's at craft show, which is C-R-F-T-S-H-O. Facebook, same thing. You can watch our YouTube channel, which is also at craft show on YouTube. And it's uh, awesome. That's I'm, We're all over. And then I comment regularly on the post as well, but that's our primary. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, at Scotty White. I'm at Scott. I got that bitch. That's mine. Did you pay for it? <laughs> no, I don't, I got it early. Oh, good for you. I got Twitter. I was on Twitter in the first year. Oh, I'm. I, I, anytime there's a social media thing, regardless if it works or not, I try to grab it just so I can have my name. Do you still have a MySpace? I do. Yeah, Scotty White. I had an early MySpace too. We should bring that bad boy back. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, just because I never closed it and I can't I remember my yeah. password and it was an old now. email, it's all, it's all so I pretty much can't get on there. Um, Instagram at Scotty O. White. Uh, you can get to my website, scottywhite.com. Check that stuff out, right? Uh, you can uh, follow us and the Cult Movie Cantina at uh, facebook.com slash cult movie cantina because we're a spinoff, so we're just going to share the website. Do it. So I think it makes sense. It makes sense to me. So, um, so check this it out. This is where all the fun stuff's stored. Yeah, this is where all the fun stuff's stored. Uh, this is uh, Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours! Yakmala. Yakmala! Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.